Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? Avail is proud to announce that for a limited time, you can get over $273 worth of leadership resources in the Avail Plus box for just $10 in shipping. Inside the Avail Plus box, you'll find leadership books, study guides, magazines, and other content that we know will equip you with everything you need to inspire, motivate, and guide your team to success. Stop putting off your leadership growth on the back burner and start investing in becoming the leader you were made to be. Learn practical strategies, knowledge, and leadership tools curated by some of the industry's leading experts. Take the first step in your leadership growth. Purchase your Avail Plus box today before they're all gone by visiting availbox.com. Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Hope Carpenter. Hope is a wife, mother, author, leader, and pastor alongside her husband, Ron, of Redemption Church in Greenville, South Carolina, and San Jose, California. Today, she'll be discussing her new book, If You Don't Fight, Then You Don't Win. And she'll share some experiences and insights on how you can become stronger one battle at a time. So lean in, leaders, and let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Avail Podcast. We dig down, we get our hands dirty with leadership, and once again, we have a return guest, an amazing guest. She is Pastor Hope Carpenter, who's got a message from God's heart to all of your hearts. And leaders, let me tell you, this message is important. We're going to talk about her new book, If You Don't Fight, Then You Don't Win. Pastor Hope, we're so happy to have you here on the Avail Podcast once again. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I'm so thankful to be connected to Avail, to the whole team, uh, to you, Virgil, Dr. Sam Chan, Martine, all the group. You guys are the bomb.com. And I just so appreciate you know, what you do that's dedicated to leadership, to helping leadership uh, just step over some landmines and give us some uh, spiritual B12 to keep going and the connection. Um, I'm just so grateful and thankful that you invited me to be on. Yes, yes, yes. Pastor Hope always brings the fire. We're happy to have you back. And for those of you who are leaning in, maybe maybe you're new here on Avail. My name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church in South Florida, your host for the Avail podcast. And she is Pastor Hope Carpenter, who's been a guest here on Avail before. Uh, she, she's a, she's on one of our Avail journal covers. If you're watching the video, you can see right behind me and, uh, and her new book. And Pastor Hope, before we jump into the new book, I would love if you maybe just gave us kind of the, the 30,000 foot view for those who are Saying, who is Pastor Hope Carpenter? Can you just share a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a little country girl <laughs> uh, from a little bitty town called Calhoun Falls, South Carolina. Uh, grew up there with just a flashing light, um, just very simple, uh, but have loved Jesus my whole life. Uh, married my college sweetheart, mm. Ron Carpenter, and together we launched out in 1992 plant a church, Redemption Church. Then it was Redemption Outreach Center um, in Greenville, South Carolina, where there was there 27 years. Wow. Uh, God called us to uh, succeed a general in the faith, Pastor Dick Bernal, 
in San Jose, California. We moved there, have been there almost six years. It's hard to believe we have been in California for six years. Uh, But three years ago, we came back. You know, our church people were, you know, crying for us to come back. We said, you know what? We just don't think our work's done. So now we go coast to coast. We go from California to South Carolina every month. And uh, we are just busy, busier than we've ever been, but so fulfilled. The church is growing. It's a spirit-filled church and, uh, you know, no no holds bar. We don't hold back. Uh, Ron, Ron will say, we're not the latte church. Uh, <laughs> we're not the ones where you want to come and hold your coffee on the pew because it could get kind of crazy. Uh, you might get burned. Uh, so we're just enjoying life in our mid-50s. I got, uh, we have three children, five grandchildren, pretty busy, Yeah, uh, but love the call that God has on our life. Yeah. You know, one of the things I admire uh, about you, Pastor Hope, is that um, even in, in past interviews that we've done, you you really are an open book, so to speak. I think I think you, you have no problem sharing the challenges uh, the, the, the valleys of, of your life, uh, um, and, and your journey in a way that's, that's not only authentic, um, but a way that is actually helpful. Uh, and I think, I think I really, I really admire you that, and I appreciate that about you. And, and even, even as we're here today, specifically to talk about your new book, I think, I think it shows a little bit about that feisty spirit in you in a good way. The book, everybody is, if you don't fight, then you don't win becoming great one battle at a time. And I I would love just for you to start uh, and I'm holding it here for those on video. It's a beautiful book, but just, just to start it off, why did you write this book? (laughs) Well, I've I've lived it. You know, I have, uh, I have had, I've been at a crossroads and uh, had many times, but major crossroads for me in 2013. And I've chronicled all that in my other book, uh, the most beautiful disaster, mm-hmm. um, where my life just crumbled, and it started crumbling uh, in 2004, and went for nine years just trying to figure out what was wrong with me, what's going on in my head. You know, am I really called? Uh, why do I feel this way? You know, all the the questions that uh, that go on in some of our heads what people would call a midlife crisis. Mm. I don't believe that that's a midlife crisis. I believe it's when the fruit, the bad fruit in your life is finally come to fruition and is hanging on your tree. Mm. And uh, you got to decide right then what you're going to do with all that. And in 2013, I just couldn't live like that anymore. And so I was at a crossroads and I had to decide, you know, what am I going to do? And, uh, I I know the feeling of being stuck, Virgil. Mm -hmm. I know the warfare in your mind when the enemy's telling you one thing, but you know purpose is calling over here and you don't know where to go. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, how can you be honest? I, I know you said, you know, you appreciated my honesty, but I think it's because, you know, I was in a place where you're afraid to be honest when you're a leader. Mm-hmm. Because who do you trust? Right. You know, where do you go? Who, who do the leaders go to? Mm-hmm. You know, where do we get help? And so <clears throat> the reason, sorry for my call. <clears throat> I call it a hangover call. I'm not <laughs> sick, but uh, it's hanging on. 
Um, so I wrote the book because I have compassion for the people who are in the same situation that I was in, because there is a roadmap out. Mm-hmm. There is, you know, the Bible is our God. It's, it's uh, the truth. It never lies. And there are ABCs one, two, three mm-hmm. of getting free. And I believe that I can help people. So that is why I wrote the book. And that's why I'm so passionate about being honest and creating a safe place for not just leaders, but for people in general to be honest, where they can bring their brokenness and their limps, you know, out into the open and take their mask off so that they can be free, Virgil, because there Mm -hmm. there is an amazing life that Jesus bled and died Mm. for us to live. And I see so many Christians who are living so far beneath it. I was one of them for Mm -hmm. so long. And that is not why he came. He said, you know, John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. He said, but I have come Mm -hmm. that you might have Zoe, that you might have a life and have it more abundantly. And I look around, I talk to people, I'm sure you do too, as a mm-hmm. pastor. Mm-hmm. I mean, people come to me all the time. Problems, problems, depression, own anxiety medicine, marriage is horrible, hate the life they live. That is not why he came. Mm-hmm. And you can live a free, authentic, Zoe, abundant life. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, um, as I, I, it always interests me uh, when I, when a new book comes into my hands um, to kind of see how it starts off. And at the beginning, the first chapter is entitled, we weren't promised easy. And I think, I think this is a, a common mistake that people fall into and leaders and, and follow and non-leaders alike, you know, men and women alike, some, and even as Christians, we, we somehow think or feel that, oh, we accepted Jesus. He's our Lord and Savior. Now life is going to be easy, right? We've made some good decisions. We've put some things in order. Now life is going to be easy, but that's not necessarily how it works. And and can you maybe unpack that a little bit? Yeah. You know, I think because when we come to Jesus, most of us come to him in our chains. You know, we Mm -hmm. come to him with all of our brokenness and all the mistakes we've made and all the junk And we run to Jesus, this Savior, who's going to save us and get us out of all this. And and then sometimes we are told from the pulpit that if you just say these four scriptures and you, you know, do these three things, that (laughs) everything's supposed to be wonderful and fine in your life. And and I just haven't found that to be true. And quite the contrary, I think we were promised Uh, in the book of John, that in this world, you Mm -hmm. will have tribulation. And that word tribulation is pressure. Mm -hmm. It it translates pressure, the squeeze, oppression, um, stress. And in this world, you will have that. He said, but I've told you these things that that you would have peace. In this world, you're going to have pressure. How's peace and pressure? Translate. Why? Because it's a fixed fight. We already win. We just have to keep going. That's the thing. We cannot, when we hit those walls, throw our hands up. Oh, God's word's not true. 
Oh, he lied. Oh, I tithe two weeks and it's not working. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I say something in the book about you can't rub the magic cellulite cream on your legs. It doesn't work. There's no, you know, quick, easy way to losing weight and being in shape. It takes time. And I think, you know, we've been fed some lies and I think we come to the Lord in our chains and we think now we get relief and everything's mm-hmm. going to be wonderful. And we don't teach our people that we have an enemy. Mm-hmm. He hates us. Mm-hmm. He wants us to derail. He's going to do everything that he can to throw things at our bullseye that he knows are our triggers, that right. are, that he knows are our generational curses, our sins, our proclivities, our, our hot spots. And when that happens, we have to have enough word on the inside of us to know how to fight our battles. That's how Jesus fought. He fought mm-hmm. with word. And so, you know, we have people who run to the bottle. We mm-hmm. have people who think that a spa day is going to do it. We have people who think that another vacation is going to do it. That's not the answer. You know, those are great things. We can incorporate them. But it's we live on we live on the word. We live. It's our bread. It's our weapon. It's sharp. It cuts. And, and what do you need a sharp knife for? It's for battle. So. So when the battle comes, that's what we use is our word. So, yeah, people think we're supposed to have easy once we start, you know, Mm. becoming a Christian, going to church. No, no, no. That's when you just change sides. Mm. You just you just change sides. And now you really do have an enemy who hates you, Mm. who wants to steal, kill and to destroy yeah, that's good. Um, I, I can't help but think I, I, I always get an image when I hear this title. If you don't fight, then you don't win. And I love the cover because it's the corner. It's the corner of a boxing ring. Right. And that little chair there for the boxer. And and when it comes to when it comes to this. Right. If you don't fight, you don't win. How how did how did Hope Carpenter a kind of learn how to fight and b when you were at a point because I figure there's a point where you where you want to give up. Where, where you're just like, I'm done fighting or I have no more fight in me. How, how do you then find the strength, find the, the motivation or encouragement to say, I'm going to keep, I'm going to, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to move on. Well, I think uh, there's a lot right there to unpack. There's a mm. whole bunch. to unpack. How does, you know, Hope Carpenter's a fighter, feisty spirit, you know, Hebrews 12 uh, tells us how to run. It says we're in a race and it tells us how to run. It says we have to run with endurance. Well, the only way to build endurance is pressure. Mm. <laughs> and so, you know, there's that saying, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And that's really what that Hebrews 12, you know, kind of epitomizes in the word endurance. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever had to do endurance training in the gym, you know, to be a runner or cyclist, Uh, you have to put more pressure. You have to break down the muscle to make it stronger. And I have been through some really tough times, Virgil, Mm -hmm. in my life. And, um, you know, I talk about this in in the first book, um, a little bit about, you know, my childhood and growing up and, 
uh, parents who fought all the time and mm. just the the home that is on temperature 150 all mm. the time. You know, it's just walking on eggshells. And um, so I have had to learn how to navigate pressure mm-hmm. for a very long time. I was raped when I was 15 years old. Mm. Uh, we were church planners. We had no money. I worked three jobs so that Ron could focus on the church. We had very difficult children. Um, One who didn't sleep through the night for over two years. One Mm. who struggled with anxiety. One who started uh, taking drugs when he was 12 years old and for about 10 years was just strung out as a a drug addict. Then our marriage fell apart. You know, all of those things are hard things. Virgil, and it it builds you. You know, you have a choice. It can either destroy you, it can make you bitter, or it can make you better. Mm. And yes, I fell apart. I did. But I'm telling you, I knew who I believed in. I knew purpose was calling. I knew God had a call on my life. And I had gone, it's kind of like David, you know, you, you, you start on this one, you fight the lion, then you fight the bear and then you fight it's levels of adversity. It's levels. You don't start out lifting 300 pounds. Mm -hmm. You start out pressing 80. Then you move to a hundred. Then you move to 120. Then on and on and on. It's the same way in our life. And if we let that in, understand that that is what that is what adversity comes to do mm. is to build your endurance so that you can fight to the next level. All of us want to go to the next level, Virgil, but we mm-hmm. don't want to fight the next level devil. <laughs> we don't want to take a harder class to get to the next grade. Mm-hmm. We want to get to the next level, but we want to stay in elementary and ankle deep water. Mm-hmm. And that is not the way it works. That is not that is not God's economy. That is not his process. He said, in this world, you're going to have philipsis. You're going to have tribulation. Mm-hmm. You're going to have trouble. Don't get afraid. Fear not. I've already overcome the world. I got to use this. I'm a good daddy. I got to put your tail in time out sometime. Mm-hmm. I got to bend you over my knee and spank you sometime. Right? You got to learn some lessons mm-hmm. because I'm a good daddy. Mm. I'm not just all God. I'm your father. I'm your heavenly father who has to allow you mm. to go through things sometimes to strengthen you, to strengthen your core. For the next level. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? Avail is excited to announce that for a limited time, you can get a free six-month trial subscription to the Avail Journal. The Avail Journal was created to equip and empower leaders with everything they need to excel. Read quarterly issues and pick up leadership wisdom from high-impact leaders like Sam Chand, John Maxwell, Tim Tebow, and dozens more. Take the first step in becoming a more effective leader. Sign up for your free six-month trial subscription to the Avail Journal by visiting availjournal.com. I love that. I love that. I think it's so true, and I think uh, it's one of those lessons that we, we might know in our head, 
but it's hard to embrace and accept in our heart. We hate it. <laughs> I, I was curious, uh, Pastor Hope, if you could just maybe, uh, we have a lot of leaders leaning in, a lot of ministry leaders, even a lot of pastors. Uh, and I know your book is really for, for literally for everybody, because everybody needs to face and fight the battles that, that they have to encounter in life. Um, but as a pastor, can, can you maybe just touch on maybe a couple of common fights that most pastors will probably face at one point in their journey, whether they're church planters, whether they transitioned into a pastoring role, whether they're called and they're second in command, you know, or, or in the leadership team. Um, just yeah. just from, you, from your experience, what are a couple of common fights or battles that pastors will probably have to face in their journey? We've been doing this for 34 years now. I just can't even believe that comes out of my mouth. 34 years pastoring and, um, you know, it, it is not for the faint of heart. It is not for the weak. Um, you definitely need to be called to pastor mm-hmm. uh, because if you're not, it is not the job for you. Uh, I think one of the challenges, there's many challenges, and I can think of a few right now, but mm-hmm. one of them that is so difficult, I think because we do it because we love people. You know, I mean, you cannot pastor if you don't love people. Right. And because we love people and we want to see them free and you feel like everything you do is for this congregation, or you know, you're following now or whatever. And then how you get hurt by people. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest challenges is, is guarding our heart to still love people. Uh, even when we're hurt by people, I think, you know, I think one thing that helps me with that mm-hmm. is that, you know, to him who has been forgiven much, mm-hmm. loves much. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're very open about your own struggle and you don't have a self-righteous spirit, mm-hmm. it's easy to understand why people do what they do. Yeah. You know, I understand why people act the way they act and fall off the card and or act a certain way or are bitter or, you know, divisive. It's because our heart condition, we're not healed. But when you have a lot of pastors who are afraid to take off the mask and say, you know, I've struggled in this. I need counseling for that myself. I need help over here who have a very self-righteous. And we do have a lot of pastors and leaders who, who for, for whatever reason, for fear you know, people won't respect them or mm-hmm. follow them, you know, or embarrassed or hidden sin, whatever it is, you know, are afraid to take the mask off to mm-hmm. say, you know, I've struggled with this. God's had to bring me through that. So we create this self-righteous Pharisee spirit. Mm-hmm. And so we we think we've got it all together. You know, we, we're the pastor. Yeah. We're the leader. We don't struggle with that. Mm-hmm. So so we get all offended when these people struggle with that, but he who has been forgiven much Virgil understands and loves much. So I think if we could as leaders really be quick to say, you know, I don't have it all together myself. I don't, I need help. Mm -hmm. I'm a sinner myself in need of a savior. I struggle with this, you know, and, and, and take our, our Pharisee robe off and go get some counseling for ourselves. I don't think we would be as hurt, you know, when people leave and 
when people do X, Y, Z or, you know, cause division, that's very hurtful in ministry when you feel like you've given your life and then people hurt you. Yeah. Right. And then another area of ministry, I think that that's, that's hard to overcome for, for us has been, um, it's for me, let me say me, I'm not going to speak for Ron. Mm -hmm. It's, it's shame. Mm. It's shame. It's knowing who you really are. Mm. Trying to portray something else. Uh, Exhausting. That's, it is exhausting, and the enemy will beat your brains out. Hmm. Beat your brains out with shame. And all it is doing is crippling you from being everything that God's called you to be. Hmm. And, you know, if we could just stop looking behind, mm-hmm. we, we look for, we press forward, we stretch forward with our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We run this race that way and we just have to tell shame where to go and shame and keeping our heart pure to keep loving people. Because if you don't love people, you need to get out of the ministry. (laughs) (laughs) That's good advice. (laughs) I want to, yeah, I want to. I want to ask you for something before, before we go, I, I want to close off kind of on some encouragement for some people who might feel like they want to throw in the towel. But before we go there, I want to use the illustration on the cover of your book. If you don't find that you don't win. And I want to, and I want to, uh, and, and in, in all this, in full disclosure, I didn't prepare pastor hope for this. I know, but I know she's ready. If you, you know how the boxers they have in their corner, they have their coach and their trainer, you know, and the people yes. that are in their corner. Um, I would imagine along the journey, you've had people in your corner. I know that, that I've heard you testify to that. Um, so, so, so this is a two part question. Um, okay. and the first one, you don't have to be there so long, but how important is, is it to have people in your corner and who to have in your corner. And then the second part, the second part is, and I'll say this just so you can start thinking about it. Um, if, if you today, 2024 hope carpenter could go to the corner of what year did you get married? 1990 of 1990 hope carpenters corner while she's getting into this, into the ring of life and marriage, and you could give her a few pieces of advice being in Younger Hope's Corner, what would that be? So let me start off easy on, you know, why is it important to have people in your corner and and, and who? I think that was part of my major downfall, Virgil, is that I did not have mentors. I mean, this is 1990. You know, we just, I think we just got a cell phone. Mm -hmm. No, we didn't couldn't afford a cell phone, but they were out. (laughs) But you know, internet wasn't even out. So this is a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And um, we grew up in a very primitive Pentecostal holiness church. You didn't hear about, you know, mentors or mentorship programs or, Mm -hmm. and if there was any, God knows we couldn't have afforded it. (laughs) Um, But I think that is one of the major reasons. That's good. It's because I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't have a safe place to bounce my thoughts and my feelings. And, you know, because you were taught back then, even in marriage, 
you better not, you don't share this with your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't go, you don't go to this person about your marriage. You don't talk about your husband. And so you just stuff down and you keep it down and you have nowhere to go at all. So mentorship, I have found for me personally, mm. has been a lifesaver. It, it has, it helped to save my life. God used people. Wow. To help save my life in 2013. If it had not been for Living Waters and Lee and Denise Boggs and other people that God had brought into my life, Dr. Marilyn Hickey, people like that who, who, who looked past the issues and just loved me and saw something in me and said, you know, there's something valuable on the inside of you. You know, there's a, there's a parable about, you know, buying the whole field, Mm -hmm. you you know, miners, miners know that they're going to have to dig up a lot of dirt to get one ounce of gold, Mm -hmm. but they don't go digging and complaining about the dirt, right? They go prepared to find the gold. Mm-hmm. And that is what a mentor is. A mentor wow. knows I got to dig up a bunch of dirt and I'm going to help excavate. I'm an excavator. <laughs> I'm going to go in there looking for the gold. And that's what mentorship has been for me. They, they didn't get sidetracked. They didn't get tripped up. Uh, they said, we're going to deal with this. We're going to get this dirt. We're going to get it out of the way because there's gold in there. So, We're going on a gold hunt. And that's what it was for me. It helped to save my life. And that's why now in this stage of my life, you know, I love going to preach at churches. I preach all the time. Um, it's it's amazing to me to get to walk in congregations and to minister to people at the altar. But in this stage of my life at 55 years old, I've determined that I wanted to be more intentional about pouring into people this way on a mentorship level. I do conferences where I take 10 ladies at a time for four days. I do about eight of them a year for four days. I cook every meal for them. I teach all day long. I I provide a safe, homey, motherly atmosphere where I can pour into these ladies because I know what it meant to me, how it saved my life. So I think for me, mentorship is one of the greatest investments that anybody can make in their life. That's powerful. I love that. Now, with that in mind, if 2024 Hope Carpenter was given the opportunity to go to the boxing corner of 1990 Hope Carpenter's Corner to give her some some advice, some counsel, and some training, what would be a couple of bullet points there in that advice? I'd say, baby girl, pack up and run. (laughs) No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I would tell her, I would tell her, listen, what you have lived in and what you have been through has affected you. Mm. It has affected you and you cannot sweep pain under the rug. Wow. Buried pain does not die. Mm. And if you do not deal with this pain, 
it's going to come out of you. Your heart is soil. Every one of our heart is soil. I would say, Hope Carpenter, the pain that has been buried in your heart is going to produce a harvest. And it's going to be a very ugly harvest. Mm. If you do not deal with this pain. And I'm here, Hope, to help you deal with this pain. Hmm. You got to take time. You can't be everything to everybody. Hmm. You're not ready. You've got to deal with hope and you've got to deal with everything that you have lived in as a child to help you launch into adulthood help. Hmm. That What great advice. And I, I think as I hear you say that, um, I, I can imagine how many, how many people just say, I'm just going to truck through this and I'm going to forget what happened. And, uh, and, and I can't, there's, there's another phrase. I think I've heard a line kind of like people are trying to open their door till tomorrow without having closed the door to their yesterdays in, in a way of dealing with it. And that's what you're talking about. And, and imagine that advice. I mean, how helpful that would have been. Um, and, and, oh. and right now there's people listening who need to hear this, uh, pastor hope. And specifically as we're getting on the, on the final stretch here, there are people listening and leaders who are feeling like they just want to give up, who are feeling like it is, they've tried, they have tried on their own strength. You know, they've tried to be everything to everybody and they've realized that it's impossible. They might be hurting. They may be crying. They may be at their last, you know, at the end of the rope. What, what advice would you give to people who are feeling like they want to give up? You can't give up. Mm. But I don't mean that in the state of you got to keep doing it the way you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You cannot continue down a path of leading while you're bleeding. Mm. I wrote an article for Avail uh, when my first book came out and mm-hmm. it was leading while you're bleeding. And you can't do that. Right. Mm-hmm. You You cannot lead well when you're sick yourself. And you have got to take, when I say fight, if you don't fight, you don't win. Fighting means stopping what you're doing to fight your demons and fight your pain so that you can overcome. Yeah. I don't mean just fight people, just keep going, plowing through. I mean, if you don't deal with the issues of your life, of your your own sin, your shame, your bitterness, your rejection issues. Yeah, yeah. You know, all of these things that mm-hmm. we all have. If you've never dealt with your rape, your rape's going to affect you. Yeah. If you've never dealt with your abuse, your abuse is going to affect you. Right. And so if you don't fight through these issues, you're not going to live this amazing, free, joyous victorious life that they that we're called to live that's available to us mm-hmm. why would you keep going and be miserable with the only one life that we are granted we're granted one and i just don't want to live fake i don't want to live miserable mm-hmm. i don't want to live bitter i don't want to live blaming people I want to really love my husband. Mm -hmm. I want to really love ministry. 
I want to really embrace and love the call on my life. And if you don't stop and deal with your heart, deal with your pain, deal with your issues, you, you're going to die a miserable person. I know that sounds morbid, mm-hmm. but it is the brutal truth that a lot of people refuse to talk about. They want to give you the ABCs of leadership and the one, two, threes of, you know, growing your church. And, and all of that's great if your heart's healthy, if you can really embrace it, if you can really lay down at night and you're good. You know, we've got to stop and deal with us and our pain so that we can live this victorious life. Mm. That's so good. I, you know, uh, if you're listening right now, whether you're a leader, whether you're a man, a woman, whether you're younger, middle-aged, older, <laughs> you need to hear the hope that's coming from Pastor Hope's voice and heart right now. You know, some people, I think, Hope, are carrying so many weights and burdens uh, that they haven't exposed to anybody, uh, whether it's abuse, rejection, abandonment, yeah. failure, hurtful words, Guilt, shame, these things weigh people down, fractured relationships, big mistakes, all these things I think can cause people to want to give up. And and I'm thankful for a book like your book, Pastor Hope Carpenter's book. Here it is. If you don't fight, then you don't win. Becoming great one battle at a time. And it's not necessarily that it's not necessarily that we that we like to have to fight. It's just the reality of in this life and in this world. I, I like how you said it, you know, part of uh, overcoming adversity is kind of fighting the next fight that gets us to the next level. Um, I think your book is going to help a lot of people. So Pastor Hope, how can people find the book? Uh, where's the best place that they can go? They can go to hopecarpenter.com backslash we win. That's easy. That's easy. Hopecarpenter.com backslash we win. And what you all are going to find there is an opportunity to purchase uh, Hope's new book. If you don't find that, you don't win. You can also upgrade, which is my recommendation, to the uh, Masterclass Bundle, which includes more resources, including some videos that go along with the teaching where you're going to get to hear from uh, Hope and see her as well. And why don't you tell us about the Hope Carpenter uh, Inner Circle? Oh, I'm just so I'm loving this uh, Inner Circle. We started in October and it just uh, came, like I said a, a little bit earlier, you know, from a passionate place in my heart of wanting to connect. And to really help people and hear people and meet them where they are. And and just the lessons I've learned over life that I wish somebody would have poured into me. (laughs) We we meet twice a month uh, via webinar. We have meetups, uh, regional meetups. Uh, We have our own app that we converse and talk and meet. We uh, have a private Facebook group where we can go in there and encourage one another. And I send out weekly emails to uh, the group. They get free products. They get the books free. I have guests on there like uh, Dr. Sam Chand. Yeah. You know him. We'll talk <laughs> him. Uh, Christine Kane, Dr. Darius Daniels. Uh, we, I mean, just powerhouses yeah. that are, are pouring into the lives of this inner circle and it's growing by leaps and bounds and it's just become like a family and I love it so much. I love it. I think it's a great option for those of you who are looking to grow in your leadership. Uh, Check it out by going to hopecarpenter.com 
forward slash we win. Not only can you get the book, not only can you get the whole masterclass bundle, which includes videos, study guide, but you can also take a look at the Hope Carpenter Inner Circle and see how you can just continue to grow by inviting the voice of a mentor in your life. Uh, Pastor Hope, this has been awesome. Before we close off, I'd love maybe just a final thought. What do you want to leave on everybody's heart? Uh, I want you to know that purpose is calling. Purpose is calling because we were all created in the mind of God before we ever got here. I mean, the right people had to come at the right time. (laughs) Your mom and dad had to be your mom and dad. You are not a mistake. You are not a missed birth control pill. Mm -hmm. You are not an accident. The right people at the right place at the right time to get you here because there is a purpose and a destiny on your life. And as long as you have a pulse, you have a purpose until you are six feet under, you are not done. If you're not dead, you're not done. (laughs) And you cannot stop short. You cannot give up. You cannot throw in the towel. You have got to do what it takes to get to the bottom of you so that you can live this victorious life because purpose is calling. God has a purpose. He has a plan for your life. And I want you to walk in it so bad because I know what it feels like to have a purpose and a Mm. calling on your life and not walk it out fully. And then I know what it feels like on the other side to walk out your purpose and your destiny. And I believe that you can do it. I believe God's going to let faith arise on the inside of you. I believe he's going to increase your measure of faith so that you can believe him Hmm. for everything he said you could be and everything that he said you could do and have everything he said you can have. It's what I want for you today. Beautiful. Hey, everybody, the book is If You Don't Fight, Then You Don't Win by author Hope Carpenter. Uh, You you want this book, everybody. Remember, by going to hopecarpenter.com forward slash we win. That's where you can get access to this book and other great resources. Pastor Hope, uh, I just want to say on behalf of the whole Avail team, Dr. Sam Chand, Martine Van Tilburg, our founders, um, everybody who works here at Avail, myself, we honor you, we bless you, and we're thankful for your life and your leadership. Thank you so much, Virgil. I love you guys. Thank you, everybody. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Pastor Hope just opened up her heart and shared some secrets, which it's just a teaser. You got to get get the book. You got to get the book. Lean into it, everybody. HopeCarpenter.com forward slash we win. Thanks for connecting with us. On behalf of Avail, my name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, Iglesia Vertical here in South Florida. We are one church, two languages. I'm your host. Every week when a new episode pops out with some fresh leadership insights that will help you on your leadership journey. We will catch you next time right here on the Avail podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail podcast with our guest, Hope Carpenter. You can connect with Hope on social media and check out her new book and inner circle by going to hopecarpenter.com forward slash we win. You can also check out the Ron and Hope Unfiltered podcast. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com and make sure to claim your free trial subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. As always, I'm your Avail media host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail podcast. 
chaos. Many are opposed to it, but the best of leaders realize that this is one of their most powerful leadership tools. Introducing leadership expert and renowned author Sam Chan's newest book, How Leaders Create Chaos and Why They Should. In this groundbreaking new book, Sam Chan shares decades of his leadership wisdom with readers and equips them with a new understanding of why the best leaders create chaos. Discover powerful leadership strategies and uncover practical insights that will revolutionize the way you lead and think. From organizational best practices to how to build up the perfect team, this book will empower you in every area of your leadership. Invest in yourself and dive into Sam Chan's newest book by visiting samchandchaosbook.com.